0: Good day. It's Pete Hofster here with an update on North American equity markets. It is August 8th, 0808, 2023. Uh, and looking back on July, pretty good month, right? I think the markets are enjoying summer. Certainly hope you are as well, but both the, the U.S. and Canada posted decent returns in July. U.S. a little bit ahead of Canada, which is typical. 2022 was the anomaly where Canada did lead the U.S., but certainly the the mega caps, the super businesses of the U.S. Um, have, have led the way this year and, and continue to perform quite well. And there'll be lots of data to look at as we're sort of working our way through the second quarter earnings season. But of course, what's driving the market is, uh, is the macro environment and, and positives there. We want to really stay open to the data sets that the talk of a soft landing has been elevated. Inflation seems to be rolling over, yet economic conditions seem to remain pretty good. jobs. Uh, are plentiful, uh, and so the, the question has been for us is, you know, with this, the magnitude of the rate increase, I mean, going from 25 basis points to over 5%, imagine the price of anything going from $25 to over $500 in just over a year, and that thing be an important ingredient to the economy, the fact that we can absorb those kind of price increases. You know, are these people geniuses? Are they irrelevant? Are they irresponsible? What is this all about? And one of them, we've wondered whether, you know, how much the rates really matter. And there's, there's different arguments to it, but one is obviously credit becomes a lot more expensive, which is supposed to slow the economy down. And the other is that if you have savings, higher interest rates are fantastic, right? You can actually make a guaranteed return at a decent rate now and let alone earn a bit of interest on a high interest savings account. So that can actually give people spending power. So as we look through this, it's, you know, inflation is rolling over, and that's the key dimension here. That needs to get down to 2%, and the question is, do these higher rates ultimately bring fractures uh, into the economy, and, and continuing to watch that data set closely. You get a lot of clues in, in places like the automotive market, where inventories are still well below historic levels as that supply chain heals, but prices are coming off for new cars and therefore unused cars, and that's a big inflationary input. So a lot of dimensions to keep an eye on here, and as we see Q2 earnings come through, um, you know, a more and more will be revealed. And, and as we've discussed in the past, it really is about being careful with the portfolios. There is growth that can happen. There are opportunities there. Again, it's knowing where this spending can shift, who might get impacted. Watch where credit is again. You know, car financing is certainly an area where we're seeing a bit of distress. So there's a, the yin and yang of, of the auto market, but those can all be symptomatic of what's happening other places. So we have tapped a bit defensive last little while. We've referenced that before, and that really is, is kind of a statement of on the valuations. The market has moved a lot, um, yet we don't think you know the risks of the higher rates are not passed right. Either we need to see that inflation at two percent. And the job market remain resilient, you know, or that's the economic factors are going to come through and rates are going to start to cut. But in one of those conditions, um, it's probably, that's not until you see that, you're going to see the all clear for equities. So I just pick our spots carefully. Don't be afraid to be a little bit defensive. Take the data for what it is. You know, it was a good July. hope the rest of the summer is great for you and is good for the markets. And we'll check in with you in another month. Be well.